On this episode of Locked on Lightning, are the Lightning in the hot seat to make a move after the recent trade made by the Toronto Maple Leafs? We talk about all that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I just want to remind you that today's episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Today we're talking about are the Lightning in the hot seat? What is taking them so long to, to pull the trigger on a trade? Uh, is if there was pressure before to make a trade or some sort of move to improve themselves, uh, as the trade deadline closes in, is it a little bit amped up now because of the recent trade that the Toronto Maple Leafs made? Now, if you haven't heard, the Toronto Maple Leafs made a trade the other day that brought in uh, Ryan O'Reilly from the St. Louis Blues. Now, my overall first impression on that is <clears throat> Ryan O'Reilly is a very good player. Don't get me wrong. But is he now, if you're a Maple Leafs fan or if you're just, you know, you want to assume the overall goal there on a yearly basis, as it pretty much has been for the last, I, th- I guess, 60 years, has it been 60 years since they won a cup? think that's probably yeah the 60s it is to win a cup there in toronto now is ryan o'reilly the difference between winning you a cup and getting you to the eastern conference finals quite frankly i don't think so i i just think it's it's just more depth really at this point uh for the maple leafs now what does this mean for the Lightning as as the, the race in the Atlantic Division for second gets close? I mean, and, and that's another thing I also want to talk about on today's show, which which I think is is something very interesting to look at, which we'll we'll talk at the end of the show about about, you know, does it really matter if the Lightning get second or third in the division uh, with it being that they have pretty much zero chance? I mean, I, I think the Bruins would have to just not win. Or, or pick up any points for the rest of the season in order for the Lightning or the Maple Leafs to have any shot at first place in the Atlantic Division. But definitely something to, to, to discuss. I mean, second or third, is it really a big difference? We'll talk about that later. But there was I, – I spoke about in the last episode of Locked on Lightning how I assumed really at the time of this recording right here that we would have some sort of deal, that there would be some sort of of <clears throat> news that the Tampa Bay Lightning would get some deal done, or or there would be something that 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 the wheels would be turning uh, for the Lightning in terms of a trade happening soon. And and so far we have heard absolutely nothing. And and my my thing with that is all right, that's that's a little bit it's disappointing. And, and I don't see the reason as to why not. We've seen so many trades happen over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the Rangers with Tarasenko, the Islanders with Horvat. Um, 
the Maple Leafs with Riley. I'm sure I'm missing a few here and there. Um, there's still the saga of the Patrick Kane thing going on. Uh, is he going to get traded? Is he not? So you would kind of figure with all these trades happening that the Lightning would kind of jump in on the action as well. You know, I, I think the big thing this year, and we've spoken about it on the Locked On NHL podcast on Thursdays with me and Chris Masilli, is is that now that all these teams are pulling the trigger very early on because, you know, <clears throat> this isn't your normal trade deadline or trade period or or whatever you want to call it. Uh, this year it's a little different. I mean, we're not going to see the big deals. And, and I think that teams have realized that, you know what, let's just get all our ducks in a row now, not worry until the 11th hour to get something done. Um, and, and, and I don't understand with all the salary cap issues that the lightning have had um, alongside with, with their, their really their need for some sort of depth, uh, to bring in at the trade deadline, how come we haven't heard anything? What what is what is now? Is it is it opposing teams? And I've spoken about this uh, very early on. I think it was January where I spoke about it and said, "Are teams going to be as helpful as we normally have seen them in years past at the trade deadline uh, to to help the Lightning out get a deal?" and Quite honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that there is as much animosity from some of the clubs, especially in the Western Conference, uh, towards the Lightning as there might be from some uh, some majority of the fans in the league who are, I completely understand, just tired of seeing the Lightning in the Stanley Cup Final. And, and you know, a lot of that also has to do with jealousy, I guess. But, you <laughs> What I'm trying to say is that this year, regardless whether it was going to be salary cap constrictions, whether it was going to be just lack there of trade assets that the Lightning have, it was going to be very tough, which is why I wished that there would have been a deal done. I feel like that at this point in time, and, and you know, I'm not doubting Julian Bree's boss. I mean, I don't have any, I don't have any reason to, to doubt him just yet as if he's a going to get a deal done. Cause I, I, I would, I would be very shocked if the lightning don't make a move, but at the same time, I don't want Julian Bree's boss to make a deal for the sake of making a deal to where we don't get anything in return that is of any really use. The other side of that coin is the reason why I want things to get done sooner rather than later is because it allows a new player to come in unless it's someone that, you know, like a Luke Shen, who we spoke about on the show, who it's been reported that the Lightning are out on Luke Shen now, which very disappointing to hear because I think that would have been a perfect addition uh, to this squad. But bringing in a player like... <clears throat> Ivan Barbashev from St. Louis, who uh, who I think we could still all agree is the number one target. Who, quite honestly, I think the Lightning should be really just a hundred percent dead focused on. You, it gives a guy like Barbashev to come in, acclimate with his teammates, as give him as much ice time, as much 
time in real game situations because we've spoken about numerous times on this show throughout the years that you know you could you could skate these guys together and practice all you want but it it isn't going to give you that kind of in-game experience that these guys so really really need so going back to my 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 point is or better yet my question is is, is why is it taking so long what is the holdup and and I feel like every day the lightning don't get a deal. The 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 window, I believe, to getting some sort of quality asset back. Now, I mean, I could say all this, and then you know we're we're sitting an hour away from the deadline on March third, and bam, they get Barbashev or, or some other high quality player. But I, I feel like every day that the Lightning don't make a deal, the window gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Plus, I feel not pulling the trigger now gives teams a chance to 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 think about other options other than making a deal with Tampa Bay Lightning. So very very stressful times, I firmly believe. You know, as much as as, as fun as the trade deadline is, especially has it especially as as fun as it has been for the Lightning over the last couple of years. This year it's a little different and I I think that out of the last couple of years, you know, I and, and I'll talk more about this in the second segment because I really want to get down to the nitty gritty with, you know, do if the lightning don't. If they don't make a deal, you know. What what next? You know, I would be very shocked if no deal gets done, especially with, you know, I'm not saying that the lightning have to make a deal because Toronto made one. Toronto just happens to have more assets, uh, but. Yeah, it, it, it's very, it's a, I would say on a scale of one to 10 in terms of concern, I'm probably, you know, 10 being full on panic, one being not bothered at all. I would say probably I'm at like a five. You know, I, I think uh, I'm not too worried, but at the same time, every moment passes, every, every day passes, you know, you're, you're, you're growing a little bit more concerned. Um, as to what kind of return, if one at all, will the Lightning get in a potential deal. So we'll keep an eye on that. We'll talk more about that as things potentially unfold or not unfold. Uh, So definitely keep an eye out for that. And we'll definitely, hopefully the Lightning could grab someone uh, at the trade deadline that will help them um, get back to where they should be in the playoffs. And, And that is at least the Eastern Conference Finals and hopefully back to a Stanley Cup final appearance. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, but also, we want to keep on an eye on some of the odds, especially surrounding the trade deadline. Uh, does What kind of odds will the Lightning have once they make a deal to make the Stanley, uh, Stanley Cup final to go back? And the best place to keep, that, to, to keep an eye on that is at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network, and not only that, but America's number one sports book. And now is the time to jump in on the action, everybody, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Now, I use FanDuel Sportsbook all the time to put in my bets. I used it at the Super Bowl. I put all these little bets to, on the Eagles to 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 do this and to that. And that was just all smoke and mirrors. I did not want the Eagles to win that game at all. And then guess what? 
as soon as the 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 Chiefs fell down uh, at halftime, I I put money on on the live money. I, I put money on the live money line uh, for the for the Chiefs, and I came out with twenty bucks, you know, out of five. So you know what? It's not a lot, but it's better than zero, right? And so definitely want to do that. Uh, and the best part about that, I was able to just download the app. It's safe, it's secure, and it's super easy to do. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. So looking at this Lightning team, and, and, and I think we could all agree at this point in time that, you know, the recent months for the Lightning have been, they've been playing very well. Some of the best hockey that we've seen them play all season long. Uh, you know, just a quick recap. The Lightning really came together as a group and really started to flourish uh, during December. And my issue with everything, my only issue with this team is that, and and it's been an issue that we've seen for quite some time now with this team over the last couple of years, is that they, 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 they don't, they don't come out and play, you know, they go through these spurts where they, they are some of the, they are one of the best teams in the league. We saw it recently. I mean, the lightning were pretty much in second place in the Atlantic division for about, I would say 12 hours. And then they lost uh, to the, to the coyotes out in the desert and relinquished second place. I think it was also, they had a game in hand against Toronto at that point in time, Toronto lost, I believe that night as well uh, going into that game. Uh, but regardless, my my thing is with all that is is that and, and this is why not only the Lightning need to make a trade for personnel, it's because if you look at this team, you know the one glaring issue I feel is that third line defensive pairing. Uh, Cal Foot has just been, and and this is also with the fact that Eric Chernak is out. He's day to day right now, which is you know, fine for the time being, you know, if, if, if it was another thing, if he's out for the season, I think that the need to make a trade right away would probably be more imperative. But I, I, I think that really the glaring hole right now in the lightning def- or lightning lineup as a whole is Vladislav Nemestikov. And that's ironic to say, given that he scored two goals on this road trip, which is great. I mean, the guy's, the guy had a good road trip. That's great. But at the end of the day, that's not sustainable. Vladdy hasn't shown that he could consistently put the puck in the back of the net. Um, you know, to put it frankly, Nemestikov was brought here to be a third line guy to, 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 to accumulate points. Now I'm not saying that he had to go out and score 60 points or even 70 or 80. But I, but I think 55 would have been a reasonable number. Even I would even have settled for 45. But that hasn't been the case this year. The, the, there has been, I would say, in 95% of the games that, that Nemestikov has appeared in. I mean, half the time, you don't even know he's on the ice. You really don't. And, and the Lightning can afford to have guys just fall under the radar like that especially if they're they're really serious about going back to the Stanley Cup final. 
and and I think we've all agreed, you know, the 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 minimum that we would we would hope that the Lightning achieve this year is an Eastern Conference final appearance. And and I don't think Pat Maroon on the third line with Nick Paul and Ross Colton is a is a valuable is a viable solution for the long term. I'm sorry, Pat, Pat Maroon is a good player. He's he still has his uses. He's still effective on the ice, but he's not a third line forward. He's really not. And 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 anyone that says otherwise, I'm sorry, but you're mistaken. So and, and having Nemestikov on the fourth is certainly not something that is going to be able to be sustainable down the road. Now the Lightning can't get rid of Nemestikov right now because they just signed a deal with him. But at the end of the day, they have to look otherwise, otherwhere, other places. And 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 I'm sorry, but Ivan Barbashev is is. The end all be all, I believe. I mean, if the salary cap was, if if it was higher and the Lightning had more space, sure, go after a a, a Patrick Kane if you if you so wish to do so. But I I I don't think that Julian Brees boss, and I don't believe that he's going to do this. But I don't think he's going to sit there at the deadline and let it pass and allow the lightning not to be able to improve themselves and, and say, this is the team that we could win with. I don't think that he could seriously look anybody in the face and, and make them believe that. And, and, you know, if you don't believe me in terms of effectiveness, I mean, look at the lightning thus far throughout this month of February, you know, they played very well in January. They played very well in December. They've had their ups and downs here and there. But February, you've seen, you know, this is the point of the season where you're starting to get ready for the playoffs. I mean, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that the Lightning are going to play Toronto in the playoffs in the first round. And and that's why I make the comparisons. You know, as much as I don't want to say, well, the Lightning need to make a trade because Toronto got Ryan O'Reilly. No, that's not the reason why. I was saying that before that trade even started that the Lightning needed to make moves. And... What their roster shows me right now, because we, we've talked about Nemestikov, we've spoken about Ross Colton in length, how he's also having somewhat of a down year. And you just got Anthony Sorelli back, and he's starting to, to show that he's back fully. But you have to have that added insurance. And, and Pat Maroon on the third line and Vladislav Nemestikov are not that. And injuries are going to happen. So, you know, I would rather have have Nemestikov as a scratch and then you know Barbashev on on in the lineup on the third line then you know if if a if a Paul goes down you know who's next in line you know you got nobody in Syracuse that that this this isn't the days where you could bring up Alex Barre Boulay or Matthew Joseph and everything's fine those days have passed the Lightning have depleted their minor league system of 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 valuable prospects and and you know they have some guys that can play but as stated on previous episodes those those guys in my opinion aren't going to be anything higher than third liners and and the guys that are going to be third liners that can be nhl third liners aren't ready yet i don't believe that jack finley is ready yet um he hasn't shown me anything to where he is ready for the nhl just yet and which makes him a, in my opinion, an ideal trade asset. 
But going down the line, I mean, the Lightning have shown in, in recent games that, you know, just the inconsistency. I mean, losing losing to Arizona still – I think that's going to be, honestly, losing – getting shut out by Arizona in a shutout is probably going to – I think, in my opinion, probably one of the worst losses of the season, just given who it was against and how it was. Um, and even though the Lightning, I think – played well in many facets of the game at the end of the day obviously the you know you could play very well along the boards win 60 percent of the faceoffs, but if you don't score you don't you don't win it's it's as simple as that it's simple math and, and anyone that is is confused by that sentiment saying that the lightning played better or or you know that are are confused by the fact that I said that the Lightning, you know, did everything but score. I mean, look at the score. They didn't score. They didn't score a goal. You know, you don't win games because you you win 60% of the faceoffs. You don't win games because you skate harder than the other team. You win games by scoring goals. And they didn't do that. And then you go into Vegas, a team that's very good who potential Stanley Cup final opponent you go out there and you lose that game 5-4. Tight game. I get that. But as I will will continue to discuss and say until the playoffs start, Lightning need to win the tough games because every game in the first round, because I will say this every single podcast, the Lightning are preparing for Toronto. That's it. That's 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 a hundred percent the 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 mantra. From now until the last regular season game, they're preparing for Toronto. And every single game in that series, as we could see last year, and it's not going to change, is going to be a tight game. And that was a very tight game in which I feel like if the Lightning had a little bit of extra scoring, you know, if they didn't have a, a Vladisov and a Mestikov who, who, who just – is is just haunting the ice with with his his ghost, the ghost of Vladislav Nemestikov on the fourth line. I I feel like the Lightning come out on top in that game. Now things might be a little different if you got Nick Paul flying out, flying around. If he's at the peak of his powers, if Anthony Sorelli's at the peak of his powers, because make no mistake about it, as great as they have been all season long, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, and and Steven Stamkos aren't going to be the ones that win you playoff games. If any, if, if if anything is an indication of what we've seen the last couple of years in the playoffs, it's going to be your third and fourth lines. Those are going to be the the difference makers in a best of seven, especially against the a team that I, I think we could say that now that there is probably a, a high level of a rivalry with Toronto if they haven't had one already with them. So in, in a in a chippy chippy series such as that against Toronto. Your third and fourth line are going to beat them. That's that's going to be the thing that wins the games along with good goaltending. And Vazzy can't do it all. Uh, he hasn't shown just yet. You know, he, he's shown spurts that he could win games for the Lightning, but he's not at that point where you could go out there and and safely say he's got it tonight. We don't need to worry. So that's why I, I firmly think you know the Lightning really just you know reiterating the point I made before. They 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 need to get something done. They need to get something done because if we're sitting here on the 11th hour on trade deadline day and a deal's not done 
or we haven't heard anything just yet, I'd, I'd be very concerned. I'd be very concerned. So let us know in the comments below what you think uh, about you know, the trade deadline. Are you as concerned as I am? Like I said, I'm at a five because as some people may not realize this, you know, even though you don't hear anything, phone calls are being made. Deals are being made. You know, they're not finalized yet. That's why you don't hear about them. But there is there is constant chatter, constant talk being made, uh, being discussed uh, between GMs. And, and, and if I was Julian Brees' boss, I would call the, the St. Louis Blues and say, listen, let's get something done, man. Let's, let's just, just, what do you want, you know, within reason, you know, where, where and, and that goes on the other thing, you know, you want to get a deal done, but at the same time, you, you don't want to give up a lot, but that kind of helps the lightning in a way because they don't really have a lot and, and you don't want to continue trading draft picks. So. Let us know in the comments below what you think about that. Are you still keen on Barbashev? I, I think he's the best option there for the Lightning. You know, you don't like he, his contract's got is done after this year. So you don't like what you see. You let him walk and, and you just go from there in the offseason. You know, you'll I, I'm sure the Lightning will be able to get some sort of, you know, high quality uh personnel for a third or fourth line position. Uh, in the offseason, but, you know, that's a very long ways away. Uh, so looking ahead, wrapping things up at the show, you know, how big of a deal is it with Toronto? You know, do, do, does it really matter? Does Is it really as big of a deal as, as you know, maybe you might see on TV? Oh, you know, there's a big race in the Atlantic Division, you know, between Toronto Maple Leafs and the Lightning. I don't think it matters just the way the playoffs are set up these days. Um, you know, and I had this conversation with a fan. I believe it was on Twitter about almost a month ago. I would prefer the playoff format be made in a way where you have the same qualifying system. Um, three division, three division teams. Uh, and, and then, you know, two wildcard teams from each conference. And, but I would rather, you know, at the end of the day, you know, once the playoffs start, you have, you have a conference play where, where, you know, it's one through eight. Now, if I'm not mistaken, so as it stands now, like under that system, it'd be Boston, Florida, Carolina, New York, the New York Islanders, Jersey and Tampa. And then Toronto and, and and the Rangers. And I'm not only saying that because I firmly believe that if the Lightning were to play the, the Devils in a best of seven, I think they would win that. I think they could win that series probably in six. If that's a first round, I think the Lightning come out a little bumpy like we saw last year. They They, they didn't quite get it consistently throughout that series. And then... They they rolled past Florida and and I firmly don't believe I firmly believe it wasn't just because Florida fell flat I firmly believe it was because the Lightning did a very good job of prohibiting them from doing what they wanted to do out there but yeah and, and I firmly believe that not only for just someone who watches the Lightning and follows the Lightning and covers the Lightning 
not only that would be good to have that sort of system, I think it'd be good for hockey where you don't have the same teams playing each other in the first round every single year. You know, you, you don't just want as the league, if you're Gary Bettman, you just you just don't want Toronto and Tampa fans watching that. If that's happening two, three, four years in a row, which, you know, the way certain divisions are set up in terms of, you know, how good some of the teams are, you know, you could see that almost every single year. Um, so something to think about. I mean, yeah, the wild card, I, I, I mean, I guess if you're doing one through eight format, I guess at the end of the day, you know, the, the, the wild card, I guess, race, if you want to call it that, um, doesn't, you know, it doesn't really mean as much because at the end of the day, you know, if you're finishing second in the wild card, uh, you're playing the first overall uh, team in the conference. I mean, I don't know. Tell me what you think down below in the comments. I prefer that. I I think that's better. Um, just it's just more exciting because at the end of the day, also we know that seating doesn't really matter in the NHL. I mean, we've seen multiple instances where teams that we feel had no shot to begin with. I mean, case in point. Not to open up old wounds, but 2019 with with Columbus and New York. I mean, Columbus and, and Tampa. You know, it didn't matter. Tampa was the best team in the league, probably one of the top teams to ever, at least one of the top regular season teams ever, in my opinion. And then they go into a series against the lowly Blue Jackets and get swept. So I think that would be a good story. Um, at the end of the day, Boston would still probably play Florida anyway. Um, but it does make it a lot more fun for, for other teams. Um in the conference that are not in the wild card or finishing first uh, in their division. So something to think about. Yeah. So I don't think that I, I, I think going forward, I, I think that the lightning, you know, hopefully by the end of this week, I hopefully, like I've said, I hopefully we're not sitting here on March 3rd, you know, an 30 minutes from the trade deadline and we don't hear anything now. At the same time, you know, it, it is very often that we don't hear things until a couple of minutes after the deadline. Things are still trickling out. Deals are still f sort of being done. Um, so, but I would rather that if whoever it be, whether it be Barbashev or somebody else, uh, the Lightning bring them in so they could just hit the ground running and, and have as much time with their teammates as possible and, and instead of, you know, um, taking two months to figure it out before you know playing some of the biggest games of their career so uh we'll keep an eye on that let us know in the comments below make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever the podcasts are distributed in audio form we are also available on youtube so go ahead and follow our channel like and subscribe hit that notification bell so as soon as the newest episode drops you are uh informed and ready to watch it and also follow me on twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. Uh, we're still doing mailbags. You guys were doing great with the mailbags. Haven't heard, haven't gotten some in a little bit. Uh, so roll those in or just comment, you know, let me know and I'll talk about them on the show. You know, who who do you prefer? Who do, is it? Is there someone else out there? Is there someone else out there other than an Ivan Barbershev? And these have to be like reasonable. Like we can't be saying Patrick Kane where that, that there's, not even there's not even a one percent chance that that will get done. 
Uh, so, you know, make sure that it's also a rational trade, a logical trade that makes sense that the lightning would make. Uh, and we'll talk about it. So, but in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you then.